This person has made a big impact on our life. Have really learned a lot from her. All right, somebody get me out of here. <laughs> no, we've had our own little counseling in this whole thing. This has been quite the counseling session. <laughs> I hope you've learned a lot. We've definitely benefited from this. <laughs> you we. See Did you see that? Yeah, uh, and I just said we. Love or work. Welcome to the Love Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. Today, we're opening up the mailbag from Instagram and from random people that we've been getting questions from. We got a bunch of questions, but we narrowed it down to like, how many we got? Six questions? Five or six. Five or six questions we're going to hit today. Hopefully, maybe there's something in there that can help you. We're not like experts at any of this stuff, but we're going to tell you our opinions about it. And maybe, maybe it could spur on a conversation with you and the person you love. Yes. And you definitely don't have to agree and you can disagree with us, but this is just us. So we're just going to be honest and share and we'll see where this takes us. Oh boy. Lordy, these are some good ones. You have the questions? I think we both kind of do, but we haven't really looked at them. So here we go. First question, should married couples have shared or separate bank accounts? Great question. You know, it's interesting. I will say it's very different between married couples and couples that are not married. I do think if you are not married, if you're having a shared bank account, that'd be really complicated if you broke up quickly, right? Like, how do you... This says married couples. I know. I'm just saying. I'm giving a caveat. If you're married, for us, we do have a shared bank account. And that's helpful for us because we make decisions together as a couple in how to spend, invest give our money. Um, So it works for us in that way, but we have friends that don't do it that way. We have a lot of friends that don't have shared accounts. And honestly, the other reason that I was thinking back for Jeff and I of why we have is because there have been times that one of us has carried the other person financially. Mm. So when I'm the one that was making all the money for a while, if we didn't have a shared account, Jeff would have no access to money. If yeah, uh, And then when I was in school and Jeff was making all the money, I needed money because <laughs> I was a poor college student or a med student. So again, that was helpful for us in those like hard times of one person or the other person carrying each other. But again, we have so many friends that both have incomes, both do their thing, and they have their separate accounts. And And they found a way for it to work. And it works great. I think for us, we're not trying to hide anything from one another. So that's part of it. We're trying to live life together, share what we have. And that's the premise and value that we do it by. But I don't necessarily think separate accounts mean you're hiding things. That's a little presumptuous. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's presumptuous. Moving on. I mean, you don't hide things. You just go get your nails done. I just go do what I want. You just do it. I do. And then I I see it and I go, did you (laughs) spend that much money? I do what I want. It's my money. (laughs) All right. All the people that listen to this that get their nails done are like, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. You get on him. Make some comments. I love, I love, I love your nails. Okay. Number two. Next question. How do couples get around with different spiritual views or political views? Oh, okay. So the question is essentially... Yeah, so let's just say, for instance... I mean, just like... You and I disagreed spiritually, politically. Let's say... Let's say... Let's pretend. I mean, let's just pretend that that we just disagree. Now, here's... 
here's the thing. There are a lot of couples that disagree about a lot of things, whether that's politically, spiritually, financially, you know, depending on the way that you grew up, the story that you've lived, there's so many things that impact that. When we fell in love, we saw things very differently, which is why we fell in love. Mm. We fell in love with each other because we saw things differently and we learned to value that about each other from the beginning. That's interesting. Yeah, because I think our love story started with big debates. It did. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't really stopped. It just never in ended. 20 years. So we have that going for us. But I do, I will say this. We have, we have some friends that very politically are, they have two very different voting (laughs) standards. And I'd love to like call them in right now and hear how they deal with it. And they they they, cried when the other person voted for the other person. They kind of deal with it. It's more like, yeah, we're not actually going to talk about this because we just like crossed out each other's votes. So why do we even vote? Like that was what, yeah. Um, So it's hard. I mean, I think it's hard, but. The, the bigger question is, regardless of those things, are you willing to find common ground in the love that you share for one another, right? Mm, that's like, good. Whether it's political, spiritual, whatever, it, or whether it's just how you set up the bedroom or how you want to do the <laughs> furniture in your living room. How you're you going to have debate. Yeah. You're going to have, yeah, seriously. How, yeah, exactly. Uh, or... How often you happen to leave the car to me with no gas, right? Oh, honey. There's going to be... All to the table. There's going to be debates. Yeah. And the question is, can you work through it in a way where you can walk together forward? And and there are some people that there are certain topics where they've disagreed on it so strongly... That they can't. Where they say, you know what? I love you. I completely disagree with you on this. And let's not let this ruin things for us. Hmm. We can agree to disagree on things. Even though we're married, we agree to disagree on some things. And that's okay. Jeff and I disagree on a lot of things. Also, I think we're pretty honest about we had a really kind of long period of time that we were in very different spiritual places. We've had many seasons, very different political places. And so those are like the tension years or growing years. I don't know. It's like, yes, there's tension, but there's also growth. And yes, there's tension, but there's also really working hard at listening to each other and hearing each other's point of view and working hard to understand each other, even if we disagree with each other. But it's hard. It it really is hard. And some of those Times have lasted years for us. Yeah, I there's been moments to be transparent where I've thought if we didn't agree on these things, we couldn't stay together. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's kind of like how you're we're raised in that way. But I do think we've found common ground on a lot of things. Yeah. So, okay. Question number three. I I literally don't know if we have anyone with that answer. I know. If someone is more dominant in a relationship, how do you handle it? Let's be crystal clear. I'm not more dominant, but I make the decision. I always make the decision of where I want to eat and what I want to eat, which is a problem. For us? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, you're moving in. I use that that example because I've experienced it where I realized I was always making the choice. 
So one of the things, if you are the dominant person, which I'm not dominant in everything, but in that scenario, I am. I think that I have to proactively go into a date night with you and be like, I'm not choosing dinner. So I'll say, Andre, where do you want to go to dinner? And you'll be like, I don't know. And, and, but really, because I'm so used to you just <laughs> choosing. Really, when you say, I don't know, what you're saying is, can you give me three choices and I get to choose? And oh. so oftentimes I'll give you three choices, which is better for you than to be dominant and say, I want to go to Holy Taco. And you're like, I don't want Mexican food, you know, or whatever. Like, so I'll say, here's three options. And you go, oh, okay, I'm good with either of these. And then I can make a decision. So I do think there's like common questions where that comes in. Now, dominance can be aggressive in other right. ways, right? I, but I want to I wanna flip the question also in a different way. Yeah. So a girlfriend and I were talking about this actually about just this idea of like alpha female or alpha male or like what, like that and how somebody might just have a more dominant personality. Sure. So I know you're talking about like dominance and like a decision, but I'm just talking about like a dominant kind of personality. Yeah. So like this girlfriend is a more dominant female. She's like a badass boss. She makes a lot of money. She's doing her own Mm. thing. She's single and she's dating people and trying to meet somebody. And for her, it's that's a like hard scenario um, when she's like a dominant personality with men. Because men aren't, they don't want that? I don't know. I think it's hard for men. I don't know. But what I will say is she, <laughs> she was asking me, you know, with, I guess maybe she felt my energy that I might be a dominant type of You're person. pretty strong. <laughs> You're pretty strong. So if if that was the energy, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe. I mean, I could totally be. Then... Like, how do you deal with somebody else if you are a dominant personality Mm. person too? Yeah. And so I think what I was realizing is regardless of our persona that we put out for any person or our dominance or, or, or not, our biggest desire as humans is to be known and loved. And that's very soft and that's sensitive and regardless of what's on the exterior or that persona that we do it we need that part of us to be fulfilled yeah and i think that's how you and i can complement each other in those ways where i might have a harder persona on the outside but ultimately i still need that like knowing loving understanding from you i think it'd be funny to ask this question to our kids because we're both strong (laughs) <laughs> like who's more dominant? Well, like how do they how do they interact with us given the dominance we have? I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't think we're dominant. I think we both have strong personalities we do. and strong opinions, which we have now learned that our kids. Oh my are, gosh, our kids are the most opinionated kids in the whole world, themselves. and it's like our fault. It's all our fault that they're this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next question? Let's jump down to that one at the bottom. Oh, Lordy. Okay. We knew somebody was going to ask a sex question. So here it is. What's a starting place to introduce and introducing toys or other creative things in the bedroom? Ooh, 
This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had this conversation with a lot of people? Yeah. I have. Okay. I think some men. So you say it from the male perspective, and then I'm going to say it from the female perspective. Uh, Some men don't know how to open up this conversation with their person. They're interested in exploring things like this, but they don't know where to begin. And they may have said something in the past and their partner wasn't into it. And so then they it just... They They're fearful. It. There's a lot of fears that go with all... Like, so how do you begin to explore... I mean, the bigger question is like, how do you begin to explore different things in sex, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of fears that go along with that. But here's the thing that I will say. <laughs> men don't give other men very good advice on this. For us, it was we weren't trying something in a weird moment. Oh, what's that mean? Well, like we weren't in the bedroom when we started like the conversation. Yeah. We were in a non-risky place and we were just having a fun conversation about sex. Yeah. We were literally in a coffee shop. Yeah, I think we we were on a date. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked you a question about it. Like, would you be interested in this kind of thing? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then we, and it was loose and it was light and it wasn't heavy. It wasn't intense and it wasn't in the moment. It was outside of all that. And we were just having fun talking about it. That was the starting place. I think that's really helpful and a great like tip of just neutral zone, fun conversation. For women, I would say a couple of things. Number one is if you purchase one for yourself. So if you start with something that's personal for you, like a vibrator or something like that, that you get to just explore and try out on your own, I think it there's less pressure. Like it doesn't feel... Um, because you can do obviously like solo by yourself, but there's also many different toys you can use with your partner at the same time. And that's fun too. But... Sometimes when you're trying something new, that feels scary when you're doing it like with a partner or whatever. So like that's intense. It's intense. And you're like, oh my God, what What if it's weird? Yeah. It will be. Yeah. And you feel weird. So get comfortable with it yourself. Like try it with yourself. Be comfortable with yourself. Know what you like with it. And then that can open up like, hey, can we try this together with your partner? I will say there's a lot of like question games, though. Like take a step back. I think there's like all these question games that you and I have done these cards. And I know I was moving the next step forward of like a purchase. Yeah. And you're still in the conversation. I'm still going back because I do think that there's like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Anyway, both of those things are good. That's true. Okay. Hopefully that helps someone. Who knows? All right. Here's another question. What do you do when one person's work takes over? That's happened to both of us at different times. Mm-hmm. I think for the reason why we've been able to work through that together is because both of those for us had seasons and endings. But it for us to have endings, it caused one of us to speak up and voice our concerns to the other. Yeah, and I think also we've had experience of working through a lot of these seasons together. We've understood like the flip-flop of back and forth of different people might need, you know, a busier season, but with an end in goal and with an end in sight, not years and years of the same thing. 
but with an end in sight, we've been okay with that. Yeah, because years will lead to separation for sure. What'd you say? Years will lead to separation. You start um, living two different lives. Yes, right? Yeah. Um, if it goes too long. If it goes too long. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I was thinking is, I mean, even when it's not too long. Okay. Case in point, Jeff had a big event this week and all leading up to My that. My head was probably in a different... He's gone. He's for three or He four literally months, right? is not present. And, you know, he's working late at night. He's getting up early. He's gone. He's just not present with us, even when he is there. And the event was done and it was the next morning. And I think I just said, I was like hugging you. And I just said something like, I said, I just want you to take care of me right now. And it was in that way of just like, I felt like I've been taking care of everything because he's kind of been out and gone and busy. And when you're doing the kids and this and that and working all that, it just felt like a lot. And so I was expressing my desire back of like, make me coffee, take care of me, let me take a shower and get ready and you take care of the kids, like things like that so that the balance could be restored a little bit. <laughs> are you, what are you laughing at? I love that you said, take, make me coffee. It's like, <laughs> I make you coffee 355 out of 365 days. Damn it, but those last three days were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the three days in the year. Okay. All right. I think I think we hit I think we hit five really good questions. Yeah. I think that was good. Okay. And we will do another one of these if there's more questions that want to be answered. Sure. We can do another little quick recording. But I thought this was Q&A with Jay and Dre. Oh <laughs> All right, y'all. Did you guys know that that's my nickname, Dre? We'll yeah. see. Anyways, that is another episode of Love or Work. This episode was recorded by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions.